You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good morning, sisters. I'm so excited to be here with you this morning. I know it's been a while since we've all been together, and I just want you to know that I really, really miss all of you. I know we can't wait to be face-to-face in the fellowship. You know, I just imagine how it's going to be when we can finally be together as a family, just embracing each other, giving great big hugs. I mean, it's going to be sweet, sweet fellowship for sure. Um, I especially miss our times together just with the women. And I love our women's ministry. I love that it's a place where we can connect, where we can share our hearts, our struggles with each other, with no judgment, and that our women's ministry is a place where we can go to God together in prayer. We can share scriptures from the Bible to help each other find strength in God. We truly are better together. And I'm grateful for the Friday morning um, devotionals that Michelle has been doing for the sisters to really encourage us and spur us on in our faith. Um, in fact, Michelle's last devotional really convicted me to repent of my fear of what people think, because really, I hate being in front of the camera. But amen, I, I was convicted at how selfish it would be for me to not share all that God has been teaching me so far this year. Um, Let's start off with a prayer. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for being such a good, good father to us. God, that you um, see our hearts, that you care about our heart condition, our souls. God, you care about what we feel. Um, You feel with us. And God, I'm just so grateful for this opportunity to be able to speak to the sisters, to have this time together, God, to be able to explore your your word. And um, I pray that you would work through me to be able to share the words that you want me to share, God. Um, I just want to give you all the honor and praise that you deserve, God. Thank you so much for your kindness, your grace, and your patience. I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. So first, I want to start by really expressing my heartfelt gratitude for Robert and Michelle Carrillo for their love, their wisdom, their spiritual leadership. I feel so loved by God in how they came to our metro LA region at just the right time. You know, they've been doing an amazing job just helping us to be able to navigate, especially during this COVID pandemic time. I also want to give a big thank you to our amazing volunteer staff who work tirelessly, who have stood in the gap to continue to build God's church. And of course, I want to thank you, my Metro LA family, my sisters, who you have just been so faithful in your discipleship for your support and just love for each other. It's faith building to see how God has been working to really bond us together during this time, help us to grow together um, through this unprecedented time. As I look back at this year so far, I can't help but feel a mix of emotions. I feel saddened by the numerous losses that we have gone through. My heart goes out to those who have lost loved ones due to the coronavirus. And um, I ask that we continue to pray for those in the underdeveloped countries 
who are in need of basic necessities like food, water, medical supplies, and help. I'm humbled by God's grace in how he has taken care of me and my family and how he's been taking care of our church. Um, most of all, I'm just grateful for my relationship with God. I wake up every morning, just get on my knees and thank God just for another day to be alive, to be able to walk this life with him. Um, you know, I've been on a journey of healing this year. And I just wanted to share some thoughts on what I've been learning about myself and more so what I've been learning about God's perfect love. You know, in January, my words for the 2020 year were rest and renewal. And so I started the year, I was reading through books like Unhurried Life, um, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I was doing studies on the Sabbath. Um, and, you know, I'm grateful that God was working to, you know, help me to understand how much he cares about our whole being, not just about the things that I do, but he cares about my soul and that it's important to take care of my soul. Um, why did I choose rest and renewal as my words for 2020? Well, the past two years were definitely the most devastating, heartbreaking times of my 20, almost 29 years, 28 years as a Christian. And, and I thought that I had seen it all and had gone through it all before. Um, but losing a long time, uh, relationship, a long time friendship really felt like a death. And I didn't really know how to process all of that grief, um, experiencing criticism and hurt from, some of my own brothers and sisters was just overwhelming and too much for me to bear. It made me feel disillusioned and cynical. Not only that, I didn't realize that all the years of stress and me not taking care of my own heart and soul was catching up to me. Um, my body was physically breaking down. I would find myself literally sick in bed for days at a time. I was emotionally and mentally breaking down. For the first time, I was experiencing anxiety attacks. Um, something would trigger a fear, maybe like a fear of a possible conflict. And I would find myself just crying and uncontrollably. You know, usually I just keep my emotions in check and I can just push through, but not this time. I was struggling with bouts of depression at times. And... Um, during these times, I would just cry out to God. I didn't know what else to do. I was just crying out, God, what is happening to me? God, please help me. Where are you? I started to doubt if God was really there. I was feeling too much pain. And I just wanted to figure out how to fix it, how to stop it. I started doubting if I could even continue in the ministry, which I've loved doing. Was I just too broken? Was I broken beyond repair? Little did I realize that the gift in all of this was me being able to pursue God and finding myself in God's presence in a deeper and more intimate way. I learned that through my doubts, God never left me. Please turn with me to Psalm 73. 
in verses 1 through 5, and this is in the New Living Translation. The Bible reads, Truly, God is good to Israel, to those whose hearts are pure. But as for me, I came so close to the edge of the cliff. My feet were slipping, and I was almost gone. For I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. They seem to live such a painless life. Their bodies are so healthy and strong, they aren't troubled like other people or plagued with problems like everyone else. You know, I could really relate to these scriptures. I mean, that really described the condition of my heart. That all I could focus on at that time was wanting a pain-free life, even to the point where I was envying the world. Like, it just seemed like, why does it seem like they are just enjoying life? And I'm over here, you know, suffering when I'm trying to do what is right. In verse 13 and 14, going on in Psalm 73, it says, Was it for nothing that I kept my heart pure and kept myself from doing wrong? All I get is trouble all day long. Every morning brings me pain. And then in verse 17, and this is a a pivotal scripture in the psalm. Verse 17 says, Then one day I went into your sanctuary, O God, and I thought about the destiny of the wicked. You know, this, again, that's where I was at, just asking God, you know, what is the purpose of all this? You know, here I am trying to do what pleases you, trying to do what I thought was right. And yet all it was bringing me was pain. And it wasn't until I could just be in God's presence, in the sanctuary with God, to be with the body of believers, to be worshiping together. You know, there's something supernatural, something magical that happens that helps us to have that shift back on God when we can worship together. Um, in verses 21 through 28, going on in Psalm 73, it says, Then I realized how bitter I'd become, how pained I had been by all I had seen. I was so foolish and ignorant. I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you. Yet I still belong to you. You are holding my right hand. You will keep on guiding me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. But those who desert him will perish. For you destroy those who abandon you. But as for me, how good it is to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter, and I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. You know, God is so good. I love the truth of the Bible. You know, it's so freeing to be able to take responsibility to see where I'm at. And that's where I was. I realized I become so arrogant in my bitterness, you know, questioning God. Um, 
And yet it humbled me to realize that even though I was in this bitter, distant place from God, that God was there holding my hand, guiding me, you know, that he wanted the best for me. And, you know, in this journey of healing that I feel like I'm still in the middle of, um, I've learned that it's okay to not be okay. I'm learning how to feel through the disappointments, how to work through the pain and grief, but still hold on to my faith. Yes, as disciples, we are kingdom citizens, but we will go through heartbreaking disappointments while we are on this side of eternity, the side of a fallen world. Praise God that he works through our pain and weaknesses. He works through our pain and brokenness to make us more like Jesus. You know, some of my conversations with God would go like this. God, how can this happen in the kingdom? I mean, what the heck? Seriously? What really is the point if a 27-year-old friendship can be broken and fail? And then I would hear God's gentle voice. Grace, the point is, is that you're learning to trust me like never before and to love the way that I do. And by your love, the world will know that you are my disciple. But I've been working so hard for you. I've been trying my best to do what is right. Look at all these people that I'm trying to give my heart to and serve. And all it seems to do is just backfire. And all I get is pain and heartache. I just can't anymore. And that was just all of my self-piteous talk. And again, God in his gentle kindness would speak to me. It's never been for you to carry that burden, Grace. Come to me. Let me hold you. Let me carry you. Stop trying so hard. Stop relying on yourself and your own pride. And all of that just keeps you so far from me. And now I'm realizing that it's it's this, those moments of brokenness, that's really those transforming times where I can choose to be made more like Jesus. I'd like to think that it's planning the church events or, you know, all the, the ways that I can help out my neighbors or doing lessons or even leading Bible studies. But no, God's way is that the place of transform transformation is really found in brokenness in pain and suffering in life's trials. Being a Christian is messy, and I'm learning to embrace the messy, the ugly, to embrace my messy, my ugly sins, and to take it all to God who makes things beautiful. Thank God, sisters, that we don't have to go through this journey alone. God will send you spiritual friends sisters, I call them angels, to support you, to love you, to help you to feel his love when you feel like he's not there. I'm so grateful for the sisters, my tribe of sisters who have been there 
to allow me to have that space that I could just be honest. You know, the sisters who would walk with me, who would take time to listen to me, who would pray with me, who would pray for me when I just didn't even have words to say because I was just so sad or so angry. And, um, you know, my, my prayer is that if you are in this season of healing, that you would find your tribe of sisters who you can do life together with, that you can go to God together. Um, if you don't know, you know, who that is, then ask God. You know, if you, and I really believe that God sees what you're going through, that if you just turn to God and ask God for help, that he will send you those sisters to be able to provide for you and support you during this time. Um, you know, if my encouragement is if you can relate to this season of feeling broken or, you know, going through life shattering disappointment, um, disappointments in any area of your life, that my encouragement is that you would go and rest in God's arms. You know, just go and rest. God just wants to carry you and comfort you. You know, I think about when my children were little, like I remember um, my daughter, Kalei, she's 18 now, but I remember when she was a toddler and, um, you know, she would get hurt or maybe going to get her, um, doctors, you know, immunization shots and she would just be crying in so much pain. And all I wanted to do was just carry her, you know, and it, I just wanted to love her, comfort her, help her to know that mom is here, you know, you're going to be okay. And through all the yelling and screaming, you know, that she would calm down. And I just loved being able to hold her like that. And I think if I feel that way, how much more God just wants to hold us and comfort us in our pain. Um, you know, a lot of times we can... Um, I know for myself, it's hard to be vulnerable, you know, but going to God and letting God heal you means being able to give God all of those broken pieces of our hearts. You know, our God is a mighty healer. He is our mighty redeemer. You can trust him with everything. And our only way to continue our walk with God is to take responsibility and turn back to God. Like I said, I'm not through it yet. I feel like I am on my way of healing by God's grace. And um, I'm grateful that God loves me through all my imperfections. You know, that I'm grateful that I can make progress even through my imperfections. And that I'm surrounded by a community of sisters who love me for who I am. And that I'm learning just to be my authentic self. It's so freeing to be able to um, live that way. So in closing, I did want to share um, a, an example or an illustration. This is um, a art piece in Japan. It's called Kintsugi. And in Japan, um, this ancient practice or this art practice 
kadkinsugi means golden jewelry or to to put back together with a patch of gold. And um basically in this style of art, you take these broken pieces of pottery and they would put it together um by filling it in with this gold. And the beauty is not in covering up covering up the cracks or the flaws, but the beauty is really in seeing the cracks that um it they believe that it creates a whole new design um that the pottery actually becomes more beautiful and more valuable because of this whole restoration process and that they claim it not only has history but a new story and it just reminds me of you know how god works in our life that god wants to be able to put together our broken pieces if we will let him and that his plan is that we could reflect even a more beautiful picture of who God is and that we are actually even more valuable not any less so if you've ever struggled feeling you know ashamed or um discouraged or you know doubting like maybe i'm i'm just too broken you're never too broken you're, you're never too much of a mess for God. God loves you and God loves to be able to, um, comfort us and be able to heal us in His way. And really in the process, I've learned that that's the only way that I can shed off all the ugly parts of my own pride, my self-reliance, that it just makes me cling on to God in just a vulnerable way. It's made me cling on to my friends. And really value them. And it's brought me to just this more, I believe in an authentic faith where I can just live one day at a time, just giving gratitude to God, giving honor and praise to God. So I hope that this message will encourage you in some way, um, just to be able to continue to live your life for God. Um, not only will God put us together, but he will put it together in such a more beautiful way that will help transform us to be more like Jesus. So thank you so much, sisters, for tuning in, for listening, for letting me share. Please be safe and continue to shine for God. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com.